Do you shop on Amazon.com? Of course you do. You can now support the Midwest Podcast Network while doing so. Go to Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and a very small percentage of your purchase will go towards making our network and its content even better. That's Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Bookmark it today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nights Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Tim. I'm Willie. Today, we're going to be talking about what we've been watching. Nice. We're going <laughs> <we're gonna> to do <laughs> Sick a delivery, bro. quick uh, check-in with some listener feedback. We are going to talk about, in honor of Yoop and Eva's wedding, we are going to talk about movies that have weddings in them. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. And then potentially, yes. finally, but not... Maybe not. We're going to talk about Dave Green's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. But if we don't have enough to talk about, <laughs> we will move on to another genie in the bottle question from Wiki. Wiki, Wiki Willie. Wiki. I mean. Wiki Wedding. Oh, it's up. It's good. The collective. The Wiki Collective. It's not from me. It's from the genie. So, yeah. The genie. He came to me. Uh, and during your travels, he, he approached you? When I, when I passed through Gaylord, Michigan. When, oh. you, when, you, <laughs> yes. when you passed the 45th parallel. The old country, yeah. The genie of Gaylord <laughs> appeared to me. Yeah. He sat atop a pile of comics and beer. <laughs> that is where Andrew Deboff makes his summer home. Yes. Gaylord, Michigan. He sets up camp in Gaylord. <laughs> and all the children gather around to hear t- the tales of Deboff. <laughs> all right. So before we... <laughs> Before we get to all that, uh, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com is where you're going to write to us. Let us know what you think of the show and the things that we talk about. We're at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, MidwestFilmNerds.com has all previous 181 plus bonus episodes with full show notes. So you can skip over the spoiler Terry and other things that you don't want to hear. Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com is where you can shop on Amazon and part of the money that you spend will come back to us. You can also go to the store on MidwestFilmNerds.com, buy some hoodies, or other apparel, and uh, or donate to us if you would like. Uh, go to the support store on our page. Uh, Gone to Texas, our podcast about AMC's Preacher, had its second second episode released on Monday this week. So go to Gone to G Two T Podcast. That's the letter G number two letter T Podcast dot com to check that out. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and all that other good stuff. So check us out. And please rate and review that show so we can get higher in the rankings and make it even mm-hmm. more popular. Um, other than that, there was also Game Nerds out this week. It's about Overwatch and uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst. So please go check that out too. What is Mirror's Edge? Mirror's Edge is a, f- it's a, a first-person parkour game. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah. I, yes. can show, <laughs> I can show it to you really quick. Especially after that beer you're having, you're going to throw up. So... Get ready for it. The first one came out in what? Oh, 2008. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was really good for a little while. And people have been clamoring for a sequel ever since, and they finally get it almost 10 years later. Nice. Is it so. for like PlayStation, Xbox? PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Okay. So go listen to Game Nerds if you want to hear more. All right, Nick. <laughs> Alex will speak no further on the subject. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Tim. Moving uh, along. Uh, Nick, what have you been watching? Okay. Uh, the other day, I had the pleasure of finally watching... Spawn? No, I've seen Spawn. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. 
I finally watched Josh Trank's Fantastic Four. Yes! What? Yes! That's, that's correct. Really? Have you seen it yet? No! Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, wait, so there's two of us that have seen it now. Yeah, yeah Tim and, and, and Nick now. So who's going to hold out longer, me or you? Uh, probably me. Okay. So Strictly I, so because I don't have that much time to watch a movie like that. Let this be our final battle. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I was the second one exposed to this thing. <laughs> I'm subject number two, as they call the human torch <laughs> in the movie. Oh, boy. The thing is... Oh, the, the thing, thing is, is... The thing is... Oh! Naked? God, are we going to go like ten seconds without making some kind of joke about what somebody's saying? I hope, I hope not. Um, Wait till we get to turtles. <sighs> Turtles. Yeah, so... The the bad things I've read about this movie don't even really do it justice. It's that bad. It's so bad. And I there's not much more I can say that hasn't already been said or that you can read elsewhere. But just know that it, I feel like Harrison Ford. It's all true. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It. I went in with the lowest of expectations. And I was like, yeah. And so here's the thing. I just I just read... All of Jonathan Hickman's Fantastic Four and Future Foundation. Yeah, that's not a good thing. <laughs> well, no, but see, watching this. <laughs> no, I understand that, and yeah. I. But it got me so excited. I was like, man, this material is so amazing, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to see just how poorly they they did these characters, and it's just spectacular how bad it is. <laughs> and the, the thing is, though, they they're not all super miscast. They're somewhat miscast, but. I feel like it's not really their fault. And some of them feel like they're kind of trying a little bit. Nobody's trying that hard, but they're, they're, they're kind of trying. And it's just, it can't be helped that it's just so bad. <laughs> I mean, and then in that, this, of course, watching it made me delve back into the trivia about it and the notes and the and stuff on the production I was reading. And it just made me so mad. I was like, honestly, th- this is, everything I was reading about the production is just embarrassing and awful. And Josh Trank just sounds like such a bad dude and such a bad director who shouldn't be doing movies. So in a way I felt less bad for him. I was kind of like, well, he sounds like kind of a dick who (laughs) really, really blew his chance to do something big and uh, didn't handle it. Well, like I read that he wanted, I think Allison Williams so bad for the part of Sue Storm that when they gave it to Kate Mara, he was like an asshole to her the whole time they were shooting. What a dick. And, and that the rest of the, everyone else is kind of like, oh, <laughs> way, that's too bad. <laughs> but uh, they are, they're all pretty miswritten. The, the end of Act 1, maybe Act... I, I don't really... This movie doesn't follow any movie rules. There's no acts for... for there, there's yeah, there's like, like two, two halves. halves. Yep, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate the first half. The ending of the first half, though, I was like, what? And then the whole... <laughs> everything in the second half. Yeah, th- there are moments of like okayness in yeah. the first half. Yeah. But that's as good as it gets. Yeah, like, it's just agree. passable at times. Can you make a podcast called Moments of Okayness? Levels of Okayness. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Varying tiers of okayness. Because that's honestly what it is. It never is good. But at times, you're like, that's okay. <laughs> like, Michael B. Jordan he's okay and Kate Mara has like a scene where you're like oh she's okay it is this weird like it's weird how much how muted Michael B. Jordan is as the human torch of all things like how does a director direct him to act like he does in this movie he's so he's so muted is the perfect term he's very Michael can he have some a little bit less charisma? It's like it's like the Paul bring, Rudd scene from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like do less, <laughs> do do nothing, because by the end it's basically do nothing. Yeah, and he'll have a couple moments where he's got like an okay scene, and and the thing is, this is the 
of all of all the Fantastic Four incarnations we've seen, this is the one that gets Sue kind of right. Like, <laughs> like her powers, they they show her actually doing things other than just like disappearing and then like reappearing like with no clothes. It's they they show her using her force fields in ways that you're like, oh, that's kind of okay, and and it's just such a quagmire of a movie. This is the portrayal of Doctor Doom. This movie from top to bottom is the worst supervillain that has ever been adapted in all of comic book films. Did the blogger wow. thing turn out to be true? Is that true? He's essentially like an angry hacker. Okay. All right. He he's involved he the the whole project to build the the dimensional gate was his brainchild apparently and then he quit because of bureaucracy or whatever. But oh god, the scene where uh where Storm the Elder goes to try to recruit him back is just so bad everything about it like he's listening to classical music and his room's all dark and there's like art on the wall and i was like oh my god (laughs) this is so bad like the the bad guy hacker that i was just talking about from grandma's boy is like more (laughs) relatable and and like sympathetic and like interesting it's atrocious it's almost more of a cash in to try to keep the rights than the original movie in the 90s that Roger Corman wow. made that was literally made only to keep the rights and never actually aired. Damn. And I kind of want to watch that one more because honestly it's probably more fun. Like everything <laughs> about the fun. everything about the thing in this movie is is wrong. Just straight up wrong. Like I know there's there's shades of like interpretation if you want to say oh it's an adaptation. No, no it's wrong. The thing is just wrong. <laughs> yeah. The thing has never been portrayed like he is in this movie and it's just awful. So anyway, well, by all means, who's next? <laughs> not me. To experience this thing. I think Willie. <laughs> well, you got to, Willie. Yeah. Willie will do it eventually. Willie's kind of... No, now I've made it an internal... Like In my own mind, it's a competition Tim's going to so. chip away at you, and <laughs> you're going to see this movie. Fire up Chip. <laughs> I still don't think I've got him to see Sabotage yet. <laughs> no. Sabotage or is kind of fun. Or The Counselor. Yeah. Oh, the, God, yeah. The ending of Sabotage is so great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I own both of those films and I have really? not watched them. The yeah. counselor is pure great. I mean, there's nothing yeah. wrong with. The I heard counselor. there's a the director's cut is re- actually like legitimately like people love the director's cut of, of the which one of the counselor. Oh, okay, like I would if, watch the counselor. I've yeah. heard it's a damn good cut of that movie. So I don't know. So is the original. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are we? What's the debate? <laughs> Alex is just shaking his head. Just more good. Yeah. Yeah, more gooder. More more of the good. <laughs> Tim, what have you been watching? I watched. Um, I can't. I don't know how to follow Fantastic Four. I watched Now You See Me, which also starred a Fantastic Foursome. Oh, this is true. Yeah. 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 Dave Franco, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, and Isla is Fisher. Isla Fisher. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember that or Isla. Like, <laughs> what does your heart say? Isla, because isn't that what it's from? From uh, or Ilsa, she woman of the she, she woman of the SS. Um, um, how is it? It's fun. Yeah. Dave Franco's in the first one. Yeah. Dave Franco's. In I the didn't one. know that. I thought he was new. No. Real quick, I used to think Dave Franco was a bit of a Streisand, but <laughs> he's really rocking the shit in this one. <laughs> it's a good Dave Frank. It's good Dave. It's good Dave. Not Scrubs I season like, eight, Dave. <laughs> I think I kind of liked him in Scrubs. He's a nine, by the way. <laughs> Whatever. Get it. Because right. season eight was good. Season eight was the comeback of the year, and it was good. It was like the, what should have been last year, and Baby Franco was on it. We um, talk about Scrubs a lot lately, you and I, by the way. I don't know how that keeps happening. But, right. <laughs> Scrubs is fascinating to me because every trailer, every TV spot, every YouTube highlight clip I've ever seen is hilarious. Yeah. And then I watch an episode, and I'm like, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> I love Nothing I, funny happens. I haven't watched it in a while. I, I used to love that I show. I love Scrubs. Yeah. Man, I, it's never clicked for me. John C. McGinley. Yeah. yeah. All the way. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, okay. Well, now and you the janitor. The janitor. Now you see me. Me. Yeah. yeah, the janitor as well. <laughs> yeah, listen, The janitor who improvised all of his scenes. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. The janitor. And I'm not, we, we can't keep doing this. Um, <laughs> the janitor's good on the middle. The middle's quite a Is that the show that he's the dad? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that is a funny show. That is actually. a funny show. He's got yeah. that weird little kid. Neil yeah. Flynn is his actual. Neil Flynn. Yes. <laughs> if, we I can, wanna, uh, if we want to nice. acknowledge the person. He's in The Fugitive. The yes. movie The Fugitive, yes, they tie is. it into Scrubs amazingly. Yes, they do. Because he's the janitor in The Fugitive. Is he really? <laughs> yes. yep. Yep. Do, they, do they try to say he's the same guy? Yeah, it, <laughs> and he has like a background in acting. And then like JD makes him say the line from The Fugitive. And he goes, Kimbo? Like that. <laughs> okay, now you see me. It's perfectly fine. It's very nice, very fun. Um, Woody Harrelson's really, really Are you charming. ready for Now You See Me too? I'm probably if it hit, when it hits TBS, like it, like this one was the other day, and I didn't want to move. So <laughs> fair enough. All I didn't right. want Louis Leterrier, director of Incredible Hulk, Incredible Hulk, and the Transporters one and two, and Clash, and Clash of the Clash Titans. Of the Titans. Oh, boy, <laughs> not not Wrath of the Titans though. I don't think no, no Clash, which is I guess the better of the two. <laughs> I actually saw Clash of the Titans. So much potential, a lot of potential. Yep. If you have, uh, shit, I don't remember his name now. <laughs> the English guy. Sam Worthington? No. No. Okay. Neeson? No, no, no. He, well, him and that Rick. English guy in Clash of the Titans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who's in Snatch and he's in X-Men uh, First Class. Why Pete I, Jones? No, why am I blanking on his name? <laughs> Kevin Jason, Bacon. Jason Fleming. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've got him in that movie and he's so wasted. Yeah. He's great. Ray, Ray Fiennes and Clash of the Titans is worth the price of admission, though. Yeah, he's really good. If he's you ever really want to good. see a human being like slither, he pretty much does it in that <laughs> yeah. movie. He actually <laughs> turns into an actual snake. It's like on site. No, he's so funny. That might be in his contract because I'm pretty sure he's done that in Harry Potter. He's kind, it's kind of it's al- it's almost a Langella, almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. Because Liam Neeson is in it clearly because, and he even said like, "My kids said I should do it." Yeah. So he like did the role. He's like, "All right, kids, I'll be Zeus." And then Ray Fiennes just swinging for the fences in it. It's great. <laughs> Can I just say and he real fails quick? to elevate Liam Neeson at all. <laughs> I have one more thing I want to say about Clash of the Titans. The moment I knew I wasn't going to like that movie was when they were really mean to that little robot owl from the original, and they, like they, they, the guy like picks it up and like throws it in the trash. And I was like, "This isn't your father's Clash I'm like, of the Titans." Exa- thank you, thank you. Exactly. I was like. Ugh, you suck. Get out of here. Like, like, have some fun for fuck's sake. Anyway, okay. What have I, you been watching? Guess what? So, <laughs> I um, I was away this weekend up north, mm-hmm. and I was staying at a hotel, mm-hmm. and of course, channel surfing, which is what most of us, I think, do in hotels. What yep. else can you do? And I flipped to AMC, and what did they happen to be playing? A Jaws Marathon. Oh, <laughs> right. Not hosted by Jason Alexander, but... but I happened to land on the same Jaws film I watched last week, which was Jaws the Revenge, and I watched it again. <laughs> wow. So I'm determined that Jaws the Revenge is is a very rewatchable film. Now it's chasing you. We are we're really like hitting the classics here lately yeah. on the show on the what we've been watching section. This is clearly so. like our just dump week. <laughs> this this time I noticed um I noticed a lot more Michael Caine. That's this good. Time around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to do the impression this week. That's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say last week? What was the I word you... Didn't you know. just say, like, hello or something? There's a shock. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was it. <laughs> There's a shock out there. <laughs> I'm British. Did you watch anything else? Nope, that's it. All right. <laughs> uh, the only thing that I have watched 
since last episode would be the Comedy Bang Bang season five premiere. Weird Al is now the band leader, and oh my god, <laughs> it is amazing. It's even better than Reggie Watts, in my opinion, and it's fantastic. Uh, Kevin Bacon was on the first episode, along with Jean Ralphio. Oh. oh, God, it's it's amazing. <laughs> but nice. It's. I saw the commercial. It looked really funny. It's beautiful. Like it. Yeah, it's beautiful. So watch comedy bang bang on IFC. Jean Ralphio. We just yeah. call him Jean Ralphio. Uh, yeah, uh, Ben Schwartz. I know Neil, Neil Flynn name. is his real name. <laughs> ben, ben Schwartz would be the name of the guy. But anyway, comedy bang bang is great. Check it out. IFC and Netflix. Um, so, on to some listener feedback. Last week, Willie had a genie question for us about if a genie could grant us the three movie props. Three movie props of our desire. What would we pick? So, David Steele wrote in to let us know what he would want to pick. He uh, sent me some pictures as well. Oh, cool. So, uh, number one, Back to the Future DeLorean, probably from part two, so it has the Mr. Fusion attachment. He's correct. He wins. I didn't think about that one at all. And I should have. Oh, yeah. It should have been number two for me. Wow. But it sadly wasn't. Would it, would it also be the part two one for you as well? Yes. Okay. Without a doubt. Okay. Without a doubt. What's the What's the difference? I just. Uh, I, so, I'm not super familiar with Back to the Future. I'll be so honest. There's so kind of, there's the three movies. The first one is the traditional DeLorean with everything. Okay. The second one has a Mr. It's got a Mr. Coffee Grinder on top, but oh, it says cool. Mr. Fusion. That's cool. And and you and that's where Doc sticks the stuff to power the the that's flux cool. capacitor. That's neat. And then the third one has the 1950s circuit box on the hood of the car with white-rimmed wheels on it. Okay. So or, small. Technically, I guess there's a fourth one because in the third one they also put uh, uh, railroad wheels on it to push it the along the railroad track. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. But cool. no, cool. the second one is absolutely the right choice. Number two, he says Terminator 2 T-800 arm and brain chip combo set. Probably more practical than a full T-800 endoskeleton. Yeah. I don't know where you'd put the endoskeleton. And it's yeah. probably really heavy. I would want the, I would want the Rose's shotgun. Yeah. 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 Ooh. I tried to, on the T2 video game, try to shoot one-handed yeah. with the shotgun. It's, I don't think you can do it. Probably not. I don't think you can do a period like yeah. with a real shotgun either. No, Maybe I Arnold don't can. think so. Yeah, that's true. If you loosened up, the, yeah, you could, but not with... If you just picked a shotgun off the ground, it's not going to work. You'd probably be making it more likely that the gun would misfire and kill you. <laughs> yes. But anyway. But he's a we were, uh, I was filming in a mall overnight uh, like a month and a half ago. And we were able to use the the hallways that go between all the shops that like the employees use yeah. to like move around. And uh, at one point, I turned to the uh, director and I was like, "What does this remind you of?" And he just he goes, or he hadn't been back in the hallway yet. I said, Did "You go back there." He goes, "No." And I'm like, "The second you cross the threshold, it'll remind you of something. Tell me what." Just shout it. And he goes walking back there and he just shouts around the corner, "Terminator 2! <laughs> it was totally it's exactly what it was. That's it was awesome. Was flawless. And I was like, "Ah, oh, Terminator 2 is so good." I don't think we ever held the Terminator Terminator 2 debate. We'll have to save that for. A I think we episode. have a long, long, Did long we? time ago. We haven't done the Wayne's World one yet. We've so. never done Terminator, Terminator Two. I don't think <laughs> we've done Alien Aliens. I think we did Alien Aliens, and that's it. We've probably hinted around this one just like this in four other episodes. <laughs> but well, we'll do it one day. Yeah. But Wayne's World, Wayne's World Two, will have to live on. And nobody has ever written in yet to guess yeah. which yeah. one I like and which one Willie likes. Yeah. I mean, we both like them both, but which one we prefer. Someone, someone do it. Somebody do it. Take a stab. Uh, and then number three, he said I was going to go with the wa- Road Warrior jacket, but Nick brought it up, so I'm going to go with the Necronomicon and Evil Dead. Ooh, that's a good so, one. Good, good one. choices, David Steele. Sorry, right, David. We can be Road Warriors together. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, thanks for writing in. Anybody else? If you have answers to Willie's genie questions, 
uh, write in. Let us know. Feedback at MidwestFilmLeaders.com. Or if the genie comes to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And inspires you. Ask you a question. And ask you a question. Please Please share. let us know. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. All right. This past weekend, two Midwest Film Nerds fans were joined in matrimony. Yes. And that is Yoop and Eva in the Netherlands. Congratulations to you guys. What was the word? Gilfesteerd. Gilfesteerd. You please send yeah, us a, we're a, an MP3. in your language. I'm sorry. Yeah. For the, we uh, really tried. I assume it's like a trans... It seems like the direct translation might be like felicitations or something. I don't know. Like well, so, something... Facebook was translating as congratulations. Congratulations. But, so you let us know. But yeah. anyway... Yes, Nick, congratulations. Nick had the idea yes. of uh, honoring these fans of the uh, of the show and, and congratulating them and discussing... Uh, movies that have weddings in them. So, yeah. Nick, do you want to go first or do you want one of us to go first? Uh, how many do you guys have? I've got like one. Oh, okay. <laughs> or maybe two. I've got, I've got a couple. I want All right. Yeah, uh, I'll kick it off. Why not? All right. What you know do what? we got? Uh, I'm going to start with the first one that came to mind. I actually talked about it not too long ago. It was one of my... One of my props was derived from this movie, but The Princess Bride. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wedding is central to the movie. It's an incredibly memorable scene, too. Everyone knows that that uh, Im- the impressive clergyman, as he is called <laughs> in the credits. That's awesome. The, I didn't know his credit is that. Yes, the impressive clergyman. I can't remember the name of the actor, but I'm sure my brother knows. Uh, but anyway, yeah, see, everyone knows that scene. I actually saw a t-shirt with that on it today. So for for those of you who listen to our shows regularly... You, you know who my wife Nikki is and mm-hmm. who Gojo is. Gojo married us, mm-hmm. and he kept joking to – well, I, I would have been fine with it, but kept joking to, to Nikki that he was going to start his speech by saying, Mowage! <laughs> and she's like, please don't do that. I, it's it's I one was of those actually, movies everyone would have known. Later, later, that, later that summer, I uh, was standing up in a wedding as Man of Honor where the, uh, the um, bride's brother was – the officiant and he did he started his speech that way that's awesome and then, and then was done but so yeah the princess bride yeah it's good, a classic good pick. if there's anybody out there who's listening and if there's anybody out there who's listening and hasn't seen the princess bride please do so it's a classic <laughs> check yourself let that sunk in <laughs> <laughs> it just hit me good uh my second one i thought of was the birdcage the whole movie revolves oh, nice. around like an engagement, and the and there's spoilers for the birdcage. There's actually a wedding at the very very end, but it's uh, it's such a phenomenal movie, and it's one that I when I bring it up to some people, they they go, "Whoa, what's that?" And I'm like, "Whoa, you have to watch the birdcage. It's a classic. It's it's hysterical from top to bottom." Um, and then I thought of love actually. That's good. There we are. Like the wedding's a relatively <laughs> minor part, but if you haven't seen Love Actually either. I'm surprised. There's one that I was almost certain you were gonna mention, but we'll oh, get we'll see if anybody it. else does. Oh. There's one I'm pretty sure is gonna get mentioned elsewhere, so okay. I won't talk about it. Uh, and then I also thought of the wedding singer, because how can you not? It's yeah. a classic. Yep. Also has DeLorean in it. Also does not have John Leguizamo in it. Also true. Unfortunately. There's a DeLorean in the wedding singer? Yeah. Somebody that. drives one. Yeah, I think um Glenn or uh, not Glenn, was it? Is Glenn his name? Glengulia. Glengulia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, he I, does. I really like uh, Wedding Singer. I think um, I really, really enjoy um, Alan Covert's character in The Wedding Singer. Yeah. He's like always one of these, you know, he's one of the Sandler standbys and he's always in them and he's great. But his character in The Wedding Singer is so awesome. 
He's so funny. They were cones. They were cones. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that line alone, for some reason, is so quotable. So funny. That's a whole other segment for another day is just what happened, Adam Sandler. I, was just, I think The Wedding Singer might be my all-around favorite Adam Sandler movie. 100%. Like, I think it's, I think it's his best all-around. It might, like... Billy Madison a little better. I think Happy Gilmore is the most transcendent, but yeah. um, but the Wedding Singer is one of those. It's got, it's got everything though. It's all right. around. It's not too raunchy, so you can you can kind of show it to whoever. Mm-hmm. It's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. It's got some great music. I think that's why I like it. It's got great use of Steve Buscemi. <laughs> no, it's as which is his, key. <laughs> all of his earlier movies had great use of Steve Buscemi. That's true. It's my all time favorite romantic comedy. Is the Wedding Singer? Is yeah. It? Yep. Hundred percent. Good choice. No, it's a great movie. All right. Tim. Do you want me to go next? What you got? <laughs> yeah, do it. All right. Um, the first one I wanted to talk about is a movie. It's based around more of a bachelor party. I know Willie has seen it. It's Very Bad Things. It's Peter oh, Berg. And that, that is a good movie. It's starring yeah. John Favreau. It's so dark and mean. Um, <laughs> and Christian Slater. Yeah, Christian Slater. Oh, yeah. Um, who else is in that? Daniel, Daniel Stern. Stern. Yep. And um, so it's basically it's about a bachelor party where they kill a stripper that's not really a spoiler because that's kind of like the inciting that's the plot and they they kill a stripper at the bachelor party and hilarity ensues it was like a um it was a real it was an hbo staple in the late 90s early 2000s Along with like bordello of blood bordello of blood <laughs> and the other one i remember was something it was a movie called the last supper which starred uh ron perlman and ron is it ron eldarn yeah i think I we're both so. in it have uh, you guys ever seen the killer baboon movie that stars ron perlman What's it called? I don't know. <laughs> nope. I've probably seen it. It's so sweet. <laughs> it's terrible. It probably was like in the wake of like Congo. They tried to make like another killer primate movie. I'm oh all for God. killer primate it's movies. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Um, I'm sure you weren't doing that, Tim. The second... <laughs> no, I was not. Sorry. <laughs> Rapidly scrolling through IMDb. Yeah. Um, the second one I um, thought of today, and it's a special one to me, is Mamma Mia. God damn it. You want to talk about it now? Yes. Okay, because I just have a quick thing to say about it. Have you ever heard the story of Bill Murray and Roadhouse? No. Um, oh, my God. Kelly Lynch in Roadhouse is married to, I believe, Brian Grazer, who was a producer for like Scrooged and a couple other Bill Murray movies. I believe yeah. they're friends. And anytime the sex scene with Patrick Swayze and Kelly Lynch comes on, Bill Murray will call Brian Grazer <laughs> to say, hey, and anytime he watches it, he'll call him and say, hey, your wife's naked on Roadhouse on channel whatever. <laughs> she's, she's having sex with Patrick Swayze right now. She's having sex with Patrick Swayze right now. <laughs> and she hates Bill Murray. <laughs> she hates it so much. And it reminded me every time. I, both these are both uh, every time Greg uh, my brother sees um, Mamma Mia he will take a picture of the part where he or where, uh, Pierce Brosnan rips his shirt off to sing <laughs> in the rain and he will take a picture and he will send it to me and he goes uh, he won't even say anything most of the time that's beautiful but uh, I really love Mamma Mia has a blast I love Mamma Mia too yeah and it's also a blast because my boy Pierce he he does not sing. He just kind of screams all of his lines. It's so good. It's my favorite. I I, I don't think people give him enough credit. No, he he's really going for it. I think yeah, and 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 I I don't think it's I don't think he does a bad job at all. I think I just think it's he's got a very unique voice. Right, and, and I think it's part of his charm. Yeah. Too. So so what what would you like to? No, say? I I don't really have too much more to say about it. Uh, it's just a beautiful movie. That was one. There, there's three movies I can think of that I was sure are going to come up, and that was one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad. Um, the other, there's two more that I really like. Uh, I think I, I really like uh, my best friend's wedding, because I Rupert Everett. 
Oh. Oh. Cemetery Man himself. A revelation. Is fantastic. <laughs> Cemetery Man. And himself. he should have been in more stuff. And the I, Morte de la Morte. Like yeah. And the other one. Oh, um, Wedding Crashers. Yes. I do like Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers has. I haven't seen it in a long time. I saw it a lot when it came out, though. Um, but it was it was Vince Vaughn before Vince Vaughn kind of got really like blubbery and <laughs> <laughs> lazy. And Owen Wilson, I like Owen Wilson a lot. But it has a that the shout scene during it. I think is an amazing scene. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I was trying to think of horror ones, and I just was blanking on it. And like I thought of like Bride of Frankenstein, but they never really get married. Right, so. Let's throw it out there because it has a bride in it. Um, Corpse bride, bride. Chucky. Corpse bride sucks. I want to throw that out there. <laughs> it's the lamer version of Nightmare. It's true. Christmas. Did Henry uh, Selick direct that one too? I believe so. Or British, was that just Burton? I think probably just a misguided Burton. <laughs> Willie and I are cracking into our it next yeah, it felt pre-turtles like, beers. It felt like leftovers from the good movie yeah. that he did. Um, but yeah, those were the ones that popped in my head. Really? Um, Wedding Crashers, it's great. It gets lumped in with a lot of like post Wedding Crashers movies those guys did, which is not fair. And I think it'll have a. I think people loved it when it first came out, but I think it's gonna have a reevaluation. That movie is timeless, funny. Like it's gonna be around for a long time. Very funny. Um, the Deer Hunter, half the movie is a <laughs> half the movie is a wedding. So. <laughs> You know, to the Godfather, where the first thirty minutes are at the wedding. <laughs> the first hour of the movie is a wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good work, Michael Cimino. Um And he wasn't known for his pacing. If he I, sure if wasn't. I him he sure Gator. wasn't. Um, Kill Bill has a pretty damn good wedding scene. Yeah, oh. I was um, I was gonna bring up Kill Bill because I feel like a lot of people don't like Kill Bill, but I I do, and I and I especially like the wedding sequence in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's oh. real. It's it's brutal. That, it's the beginning of part two. Quick isn't poll: yeah. Which Kill Bill is better, part one or part two? Oh Jesus! Fine. Um, part two. one. Two. Two. One says Tim. Two. Two says Willie. Two says I'm Nick. Three to one. Yeah. I'm not crazy about either one, but <laughs> no, <they're mine. laughs> no. I I, I, I like one it. is one is a fun romp. Two is just an awesome movie. Yeah. I like them. I like them both a lot. I need. I really. I've never actually like watched them back to back. To be honest, and I've always wanted to. There's also a particular shot when she is outside of Michael Madsen's trailer that was like that is exactly an angle in Metal Gear Solid. And That's it's cool. perfect. That's, That's neat. awesome. But um, and then just one more I want to mention: uh, Leprechaun Two. What's the wedding in Leprechaun 2? I've been blanking. He wants to get married to the girl the whole time. Oh, that's right. And that's yeah. the entire plot. It's the whole plot of the movie. <laughs> he just wants to marry his wee last. You should listen to Fight the Franchise. I really should. <laughs> I don't know if you recall. I was pretty drunk during that episode. <laughs> that, that whole episode was a blur. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. Yes. Your yeah, rendition was... of the Fields of Gold about... Well, oh, that my was, God. Yeah. That, uh, that was written by one, uh, a Leprechaun fan. It was Robocop, right? Yeah, Robocop 1987. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Robocop 1987. God, that's a great name. <laughs> I know. Me and Gojo keep a list, like a long-running list of like really hilarious gamer tags that we used to encounter, <laughs> like on PSN or, or Xbox Live. He does a way better job. I, I would try to remember mine, but I can't remember anything ever, so I, I, I didn't really write that many down. But I do remember... Um, there was one that was Bob Marley 420 yep. that he was a big fan of, and then there was Pearl Jam 09 Tour with someone's gamer tag. <laughs> what about a hockey fan? Hockey 1975, I think. 
something like that. Something like that. Yeah, there's some good ones. Gojo has a huge list. Whenever he's on either podcast, next up to ask him to break it out. Yeah, he he updates it like I update band name ones. (laughs) Blood bubbles. Do you remember Swayze Batman 1985? (laughs) Yes. Yes, Yeah, that guy. Swayze Batman. (sighs) Uh, So, Nick, I was pretty certain you were going to talk about The Graduate. Um, yeah. That is a real disappointment, almost on the level of Willie not talking about the groomsmen. Yeah, that's so, that also. Oh I, I, I hadn't got there yet. I wasn't done. I thought you were done. Yeah, I thought you were too. Did yeah, I you say were, I was you done? Done. Yeah. <laughs> you were done. You said one last yeah. one. That he the groomsman was actually, I, when I talked to Tim earlier today, the groomsman was like right up on the top of my yeah. list. So, yeah. yeah. And we, yeah. Got, we both brought up the graduate. Yeah. And then it led into Wayne's World. Is it Wayne's World 2? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, how can I forget both of those? <laughs> There's so many great wedding movies and scenes. We yeah, you know, I was I was thinking of comedies initially, and I hadn't really yeah. thought about The Graduate, even though it is kind of funny. That's really disappointing too, because I just added the Criterion Blu-ray to my Amazon cart, which I will be buying on Amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, oh man, what a bummer! I'm so ashamed. Yeah, you um, let us know if you had any sort of movie anything going on at the wedding. I'm curious. Any songs from any movies played? Yeah, that would be. That yeah, would be I cool just want to know. know. I'm curious. Let or us like, know how it went. Yeah, how I want to know. Yeah, write it. Or, send us a, uh, an MP3, and I'll throw it. Yeah, in no, no, no. Talk to us. We want to hear you again, man. Absolutely. Yes, so with, with the correct, pro, correct pronunciation of... Of that. Congratulations in, in, yes. in Dutch. We're not going to try it again. So, the, uh, one of the other... I couldn't really think of too many. A few of them got mentioned already. Uh, the only other one that I could think about was John Carter. <laughs> John Carter's Good. got a wedding in it, and, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a fun action set piece. Yeah, Indiana Jones 4 has a wedding at the end. It does. <laughs> That's good. It does. Um, what was the... Uh, what a wet fart. They're, they're <laughs> it's true. Oh, I always get a honeymoon in Vegas. I was talking about <laughs> honeymoon in Vegas starring Nick Cage. I always get it mixed up with leaving Las <laughs> Vegas starring Nick Cage. That's and they are the opposite. Quite movie. a mix up. I think leaving Las Vegas is the opposite of a wedding. Like, <laughs> like, it's the exact opposite of happiness. I, lo- I love leaving Las Vegas so oh. much. It's so good. It commits to everything. That's a rainy day movie for you there, too? Yeah. Yeah. 13 going on 30 also has a pretty interesting like the wedding stuff that happens at the end of the movie is, is pretty good it's a very funny movie it's a great movie people don't give that movie that? enough credit uh, Mark Ruffalo Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Garner yeah okay. yeah great soundtrack absolutely yeah yeah um, but yeah I think that's, that's the one it. that's like big right she's like yeah, yeah. yes yeah. yes so anyway wedding movies awesome there was one of the oh I was thinking about the father of the bride movies yeah that was the other one I thought it was pretty movie. good yeah, yeah. I was just uh, Steve Martin just appeared on. Um, there's a new. Uh, I won't talk about this for long at all. I promise. But there's a new variety show starring Maya Rudolph and Martin Short called Maya and Marty. And the first episode was really, really, really funny. I just it was just happened to come on TV right before I was about to turn the TV off, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, what's this? What a weird, interesting mashup." So I ended up watching it, and it was super funny. But Steve Martin came out during their monologue, and. He just briefly said hi, and he goes, "I'm out of I'm out of the country right now, and I couldn't be on episode one, but I'm going to be on episode two. And then he walked off stage, and I just thought that was really That's funny. Awesome. <laughs> okay, that mean, well, those I forgot those two were really good together on that SNL anniversary that they did. Dude, I, watch it; you'll yeah. really enjoy it. I like those two, and it, it brought back Jiminy Glick, who I always thought was really funny <laughs> in, in the worst way. And he he has an interview with Larry David, and it is just tremendous. Awesome. But anyway, check that out too. All right. Well, I think it's time. Yeah. Toots. Time for us to talk about Dave Green's TMN Toots. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja that, Turtles. See, that, out there's of the one, Alex. There's one. There's one where I don't think we need to. I think he no, deserves think, all of too. the credit of this movie. Okay. It should be on Earth on to his, Echoes David Green. Yes, Earth to Echoes David Green. Uh, 
The IMDb synopsis says, As Shredder joins forces with mad scientist Baxter Stockman and henchman Bebop and Rocksteady to take over the world, the Turtles must confront an even greater nemesis, the Notorious Krang. Yes, Notorious. Yep. Uh, this movie stars Megan Fox, Will Arnett, Tyler Perry, Laura Linney, Stephen Amell, <laughs> Noel Fisher, Jeremy Howard, Pete Plasek, Alan Richardson, and more. Dean Winters, Dean, Dean, Dean Winters, <laughs> Dean Winters as bartender, and uh, and Seamus of WWE. WWE. <laughs> Willie almost lost it. There. I forgot he was in this movie. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we talked about the original yeah. Turtles in a Turtles Expendables three uh, episode. Oh, in that was a good episode. August of 2014. Way so better. Don't say original episode. Turtles. Uh, pre- previous Turtles. We Michael Bay. The pre- yeah. yeah, the Michael Bay Platinum Dunes. Uh, uh, Turtles film. Turtles. Uh, previously, so go there for our feelings on that movie. Go there and th- go there and tell me what the movie was about or what I said about it because I don't remember. It's a really funny all. episode. Is it? Yeah, yeah I, I, really I went back it. and listened to it, but I can't remember. What I, I wasn't on that one. I listened to it while I was driving up north, and I was laughing like in the car quite a bit. We also had the keyframes of the original. Yes, we did. Oh, we, did. we talked about the 1990s Turtle, Turtles film, so which please. was a very good episode for a different reason, I think. Yep. Yeah. 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 So that was uh, last fall. So go back to there. I don't have episode numbers, so I apologize. But you'll find it. You'll you can search it. on MidwestFilmNinja dot com for mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they'll both pop up. So, mm-hmm. Nick, yeah, what'd you think of Turtles? Oh man, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. And you know, and you know, I can't even really scrape as much enjoyment out of it as I even did for X Men Apocalypse. I laughed. A couple times, mm-hmm. for sure. But the thing is, it's really, it's, there's, I guess there's some kind of cool action sometimes, but it's so hard to enjoy because none of it's real. Like, the guy who directed this movie directed like 37 minutes of live action, and the rest <laughs> of it is all was probably made before he was hired, truthfully, which is kind of a, becoming a more common practice with even like Marvel, like before uh, Peyton Reed came on board with Ant-Man, for example. All the previs and stuff exactly. that they do ends up being... Well, yeah, uh, that, but like a lot, of the, a lot of the animation stuff is already like being worked on. Like yep. It's already been decided before you get to step in and, and have any say. So a movie like that is a little bit different because Peyton obviously had a lot, a lot more input and he was shooting a lot more with live actors and would direct Paul Rudd and, and voiceover or whatever. But a movie like this, I truly, when I see that directed by Dave Green, I'm like, okay... Like, what did you do, really? Because <laughs> there's no evidence of anything like that in this movie. And there's, like, there's like a couple moments that are, like, kind of cool. I am really glad. See, I, I tried watching the previous Turtles movie. You guys did a review of it. I tried watching it at home, and I made it about half an hour in, and I just stopped. And, like, I got up and closed my laptop and, like, left. And I didn't have anything better to do. <laughs> so... I'm glad we did see this in the theater if we had to watch it because there were a couple kids in our theater and mm-hmm. a couple times they were like, yeah, like they, they would cheer or like laugh at something. And it kind of made me go <laughs> a little bit more. And uh, so that was that, I guess. But no, it's not very good. Uh, I do like Will Arnett in it because it's impossible to not enjoy Will Arnett. Uh, the four turtles are, they range from like pretty good to like, okay. So those are about the same thing, I guess. There's not much of a range there. Um <laughs> uh, the guy they got to do Donatello, I think, is really good. Mm. Uh, he seems to be the standout one for me. I'm glad the guy who is Leo gets to be Leo this time yeah, and not, not be Johnny voiced Maxwell. over. Yeah, he got to Doug Jones it from Hellboy 2. He actually gets to be the voice also. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, you know, I'm thinking. Classic. It, is it, yeah, name. there's a lot more I could talk about later, I guess, because I don't really don't want to devote too much time to this movie. But <laughs> the, the, 
the original Turtles movies, I don't want to be like that old, quote unquote, old guy who like tells like, oh, my version I grew up with was better. But it is. Mm-hmm. And and there were, nobody famous was in it. I mean, I think Corey Feldman was the only person of any notoriety. And even then, it was early enough that it was he wasn't super famous, probably somewhat famous. But like the casting of Tony Shalhoub as Splinter is so baffling. Is like, he still Splinter in this one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It's so weird. And almost everything in this movie is overwritten. And it's way more juvenile for the most part. Well, in the complete uh, Shredder, they are working from a flawed, mischaracterized Shredder in the first film. That he <laughs> he's just okay. he's, he's not just, much better in this one. <laughs> exactly, like they they are working with a broken foundation of a Shredder who is inconsequential and just is like I was trying to meditate, but you guys broke in on me. Like that's all that this or Splinter. Yeah, that's all that the Splinter ever is. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Splinter of the '90s film has wisdom and guidance and he's a mentor to these people whereas the splinter is just along for the ride i I think real quick one of the things i remember from the first one being the one thing i was like actually offended by was the fact that they all learn kung fu from just like a book he finds in the store and that's it that's the only reason they even like learn so like we're still dealing with that a little bit (laughs) like he's just kind of a bum he's just like oh all right so were you talking about splinter that whole not not shredder i was i meant to speak about splinter the entire right too yes here's the thing about shredder (laughs) shredder is such an awesome character and everyone knows who Shredder is. He's up there with like Magneto and shit. And he's Shredder. He's a Ninja Turtles nemesis. But he's such a cool villain. And he's so intense and so threatening in the, in the original Turtles movie. He's a great bad guy. And in this movie, I was like, what are you even? Like, he just sucks. He stepped off the, the set of X-Men Apocalypse with that black leather uh, costume he was wearing. Yeah, it, even the costume notwithstanding, it's just... There's nothing about this movie that I would... I mean, even the kids in our theater, that they, they cheered, like, twice at, like, little things. Like, there was, one, there was one shot in this movie that was balls-out sweet, like, full-on awesome. And I was like, that was really, really, really cool. And the rest of it, I was like, nothing. There was nothing visually that stood out. There were no jokes that I, like, really remembered. But, man, I can tell you jokes from Turtles 2 all day long. And Turtles 2 sucks, too. <laughs> but it, at least it's, like, really fun and, yeah. like, in memorable ways. But there's nothing. There's nothing to latch onto in this. It's not tangible. There's there's nothing to really remember. Yep. Like we we still remember like uh, Mikey's head coming up out of the sewer and like these these physical guys reacting to the environment and the weird faces like when Leonardo's mouth goes splinter and it like doesn't really move right. <laughs> it's hilarious and we still remember it. And this movie, no one's gonna remember this. The kids in the theater aren't gonna be like, oh, I saw that in the theater. Whatever. Like all that magic of what makes Ninja Turtles cool is gone. Mm-hmm. And April O'Neil is so bad in these movies it's like and i i actually kind of like meg this is the last thing i'll say uh for now i kind of like megan fox now because she was on new girl for a few episodes and she was awesome really mm-hmm. good she was super funny and i and i was like wow she's actually like she is actually really good i had never seen her i mean she's okay in the first transformer she does yeah. what she's supposed to do i think she's really good in jennifer's body i've never seen jennifer's body i've never she reminds that. me of honestly it reminds me of like almost like a channing tatum type thing yeah where like her being on New Girl in the same way that Channing Tatum did 21 Jump Street, he's almost making fun of himself and she's almost making fun of herself. She knows, she's got to know by now what she is and like how she's viewed by people. Yeah. So like, good for her. I have more respect for her now, I think, just having done that. I legitimately was kind of bummed out when she was leaving New Girl. I I really liked her. And so I think it's one of those things where they just look at her like, she's just real hot. Just put her in a skirt. That's April O'Neil's power. She's hot. (laughs) And Judith Hogue was a mess in the original Turtles, and yeah. I always forget the name of the woman who plays her in Turtles. Paige Turco. Yeah. Yeah. 
there, April O'Neil does not have her shit together at all in those movies, and it's so endearing and it's so relatable, and the way she interacts with those turtles is just phenomenal. And Megan does an okay job acting opposite like a tennis baller. I guess the guys are there in like costumes. they're in mocap suits. I was, well, yeah, and I was, uh, but they just take no advantage of her, uh, and they they write her to be this like impossible being that isn't relatable really in any way and then like well the first five minutes of this movie too i was like oh she's like doing stuff this time at least like she's attempting to investigate something and then yeah it gets ridiculous (laughs) yeah it turns into like a nickelback video it was was slightly better than opening on her jumping up and down on a trampoline that the first that the first we're in the right direction we're getting there (laughs) maybe turtles three turtles three has not fared well in the past so we'll see (laughs) The, yeah, third, and, the third movie is always the worst. And right, guys? <laughs> Classic <laughs> got my apocalypse callback. Nice, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, and that's the other thing too. Like our our not all of our our turtles movies were great either. No, no but, absolutely not. But these just they, there's nothing about them that I can even say like I would be happy to. I would have a great time with my kid at oh. that movie. Okay, that's all. All right, Tim. You want to go, Willie? Willie. Yeah, I'm going to jump in real quick. Because I don't have much. Um, uh, Tim and I have already talked a little bit about this, so he's probably going to say similar things to what I say. Um, but it's it's tough for me to judge this because the, we were I was in a theater of three people, including myself <laughs> and Tim. So I did not have the kids. I cannot tell how they'll, they'll react to this or if they'll enjoy it or they'll be bored. But, um, but how did you react to it, Willie? Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> Because here's Sorry. the thing. Here's the thing. This is not a film. Okay, I've I've tried to go back and watch in the past some of my cartoons that I used to be into as a kid. They don't do it. They don't hold up. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, the Ninja Turtles cartoon, the Fred Wolf one, does not hold up. Uh, he Man, Thundercats, all that stuff. It doesn't hold up. So don't do it. It's not worth it. Just remember it the way you remember it and let it go. Mm-hmm. Now I asked for this. If you remember right, this is what I wanted them to do because at this point was like just go full cartoon, like yeah. throw Bebop and Rocksteady and stuff. And you know what? I'm glad they did, but I still it's not for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and that's fine. That's okay. If the kids like like this, I'm all okay for it. I myself, I think as a if I was a parent bringing my child to this, I'd be bored to tears for the most part. Um, I look. I, there were a couple moments in this movie that got my my nostalgia flowing a little bit, which was nice. It was nice. Um, I'll get into some of it in spoilers, but, you know, obviously in the synopsis, you know, Krang's in the movie. I liked Krang a lot in this movie. That was perfect, actually. Oh, really? He's exactly what Krang from the cartoon was, and I was totally fine with that. He's a a moron (laughs) who doesn't really have a plan, but... Like, like, visually, he looked like exactly what I expected Krang to look like in real life as a kid. I was like, that's Krang. Like, look at him. He's right there. Holy shit. (laughs) So that was cool. (laughs) Um... And Bebop and Rocksteady were actually quite a bit of fun. Um, I was actually kind of impressed with Seamus, to be honest. He did a much better job than I thought. I, I got to give the guy credit. I mean, he's not an actor. I don't. Has he done other movies other than this? this nah, there may be a WWE maybe, film uh, that he was in. Popped in once remember. or twice. Yeah. But honestly, he did a good job. And what's the, the actor who plays Bebop's name? Do you know? Uh, I will take a look. He's from Malcolm in the Middle. I know that. And he's really funny on Malcolm in the Middle. He's really funny in this. The, the two of them, most of their jokes made me chuckle. I didn't laugh. But I chuckled at least, and that's fun. Like it's a pretty endearing relationship that they have. It's kind of sweet, you know. <laughs> they're kind of they're kind of dumb, and and they just they have a good time together. Like, they're a couple. Gary, like, Anthony, they, no, they are. They Gary are. Anthony Williams is the name <laughs> yeah. of the actor. They're, they're totally they're, psyched about being turned into a giant rhino. And a giant <laughs> no, they're, they're totally into it. They, look, they're very much in love with each other, and and mm. they don't care what they look like, what they act like, how much they fart. 
or whatever. As long as they're together, they're happy, and that's beautiful. That's yeah. true beauty right there. Um, like, bro, My man. You're a warthog. I'm a rhino. We can make this work. My man. Um, Bad news. Danny Woodburn did not do the motion capture for Splinter in this one. Anyway. Rats. <laughs> so rough. Oh, man. Um, I can't follow that up, so here's what I'm going to say. Your kids might like it. You probably won't. All right. Fair enough. It exists. It'll be forgotten about. Tim, mm. your brief thoughts? This, after the last two weeks, I have realized it's set in. This is going to be a long summer um, <laughs> full of things. And it's good. Like, there's light. Like, I, I'm I'm an optimist at heart. And there's light. I, I think this is necessary for our generation because all of these things, like Ghostbusters and Star Trek and... Independence Day and the X-Men, like none of them look really very good. (laughs) And I kind of think we all need to get this out of our system to where we go, you know what? It's time to move on and create some new things because these things I sat in this theater and I love the Ninja Turtles and I sat there going like this probably should not still be around. (laughs) Um, Like we need to like pop culture needs to move on and like. I, how many more of these do we need? Um, I was embarrassed <laughs> a lot of the time I was in the theater because <laughs> I was laughing at Stephen Amell. <laughs> he was <laughs> and I was too. trying not to because he looks so happy. I like Stephen Amell because he's on pro wrestling a lot mm-hmm. and he's in the Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, I can tell he's living like his eight year old dream, much like I am. But. <laughs> <laughs> much like I have out of this podcast, or much like I would be as him, because I uh, I like the same things that he does, apparently. But I think that I would probably do about as convincing as a job as he does a lot of the time in this movie. I he well, unless he was playing a real dullard, because he's not, he's a moron in this. <laughs> he's really stupid, and then he goes, he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, yeah. I'm a corrections officer, officer now, but I want to be a detective. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a bummer. And I'm so mad at myself because I wanted to say, when we were going around the table, I wanted to say, I wanted to say, Tim, but soon I'll be a detective. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that to be how I was introduced. Um, I hope he's in Goon 2. <laughs> He'd fit right in. He's somebody he, who needs the Megan Fox Channing Tatum treatment. He needs to do a movie where he's not taking himself seriously and he's, he's just being. He good actually good. also is really good in New Girl. Yeah, New Girl, he's great. Yeah. Is he good on that? He's okay. a new girl? He's yeah. Jess's, or not, he's Cece's boyfriend in for season like, one. For like two or three episodes. I've only seen, oh, him, I, I, I do want to be fair to him, I've only seen him a couple episodes of Arrow on pro wrestling and at the Ninja Turtles. So I, I think he's has <laughs> he's capable of doing a good job. I think he was given nothing as Casey Jones. Yeah, I don't want to, because I don't want to, because I'm not going to badmouth Megan Fox either, so I don't want to badmouth him. But he had the parts where I laughed the loudest, because <laughs> he's all not, over the not, when he fashions rollerblades on. <laughs> Out of office chairs, he fashions rollerblades, and he's not a very good skater. <laughs> what about what about Tyler Perry? Tyler Perry, is, yeah, yeah. I thought he was wonderful. He was fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry. I thought he brought it, and he brought it hard. I kind of wanted him to do a, like a Neil deGrasse Tyson impression, but he has this really silly laugh to it. I wanted more of him, and I wanted him to turn in the bug. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't spoiler. He doesn't turn to a fly in this one. Maybe this next time. Not yet. So, um, here's the weird thing about this movie: is it's. Obviously, it's. I sat there going like, "This is aimed. This is written probably by eight year olds, and it's like directed <laughs> at eight year olds. Like it's smart, but like all of the 
all of the dog whistle, all of the callback stuff is to like stuff from like 30 years ago. And I just like, what's this? Who's this movie for? Because it's two hours long. That's the thing with a cartoon. You can watch it. It's 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so if I was a parent, I would suggest don't spend $15 seeing this movie with your kid. There's that Nickelodeon show that I watched an episode or two mm-hmm. of. And it's, it's great. It's yeah. good. And your kids will like it. I said it. in our last, in our review of, of the previous film that I wish Nick was here to, t- to speak to how good the new the new cartoon oh my god i've only seen i don't i have no idea what the current state of the show but i've seen most of the first season and it's really good yeah and they're perfectly cast jason biggs against all odds is a good leonardo (laughs) and sean astin is a good Raphael. so wow sean astin's Raphael. yeah and if you're an adult read the idw comics because they're really good yeah so i think you could get your turtle 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 fix elsewhere um then this movie you won't have to go and sit in shame like I did. Um, They're so ugly. That's the other thing is, if I was a child, like these aren't these aren't endearing, adorable turtles in this. They're no. Raphael's a monster. Yeah. He's a hor- He's like the Hulk. They're like eight feet tall. He's like a Hulk lizard. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. He's like a. He's like. Why are they so big? I don't know. And they added like in this movie they added like weird like like moisture and snot in their noses, <laughs> nose holes, their face holes, and it's like it's so gross. We're really pushing the limits of CGI. With it's this so one. gross. What we wanted them to be like turtles. Yeah, like turtles are realism moist. is not. Not always a good thing? No, no. Well, that's the other thing. Nick, touch on this. I want to touch on this real quick. Will and I talk about this after. There's these action scenes, and they're terrible, and you can't see anything. <laughs> and it blows my mind how you can't see anything, because everything's a computer generated. Everything's computer generated. Why, yeah, how can you not know. make this clear? <laughs> yeah, just, just totally. The one... The one <laughs> The one shot I, I, that I said I really liked that it's, it ties into what you're saying is the one slow motion, actually legible or readable shot of the tank coming out of the water yep. and shooting the shell and the two turtles jumping out of the way. Like, it was really cool. I yep. was like, and it's in the, all the trailers. And yeah. I remember in the trailer, I was like, that's a cool shot. And then it happened in the movie, and I was like, that's the one shot of this that's, like, really sweet. Yep. Where I can actually follow what's going on, and it shows evidence of, like, design, and it was actually nice. I'm going to wrap it up real quick. Um, and I don't remember where I was going. So, on to you, Alex. <laughs> oh, the movie's not good. Yeah. Don't go see it. Movie no good. Movie no good. Uh, Get good. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just... Go watch the 90s Turtles over and over and over again. Watch, watch the cartoon. Honestly, and it really... Watch this show; it's so good. Honestly, there's there's so many good, so much good turtle stuff out there. Like like Tim and I were talking about it today at work, and when we should have been doing work. And um, I mean, <laughs> we were on the phone. We, could, we were doing. Work, we're, yeah. We were good. We were doing work. We're we're doing work, son. Um, <laughs> but honestly, watch the '90s movies. Like, we we, had, we I think you you're probably gonna go in the exact same order of how you said it in the last episode. The last, the yeah, last probably. Well, that, that it's we can just leave it at there are. So many other, so many battle, other ways to watch the tur- or better to, turtles to, things yes, to do. To absolutely. So, totally. So definitely do that. Yes. Um, I really don't know if there's much more to say. Even the one, the one moment that I really liked was when the turtles are in, when when Mikey is introducing the turtles to uh, Casey funny. Jones. Are we um, are we doing spoilers for this or are we just spoilers right now for turtles? Don't bother tuning out because who cares, Tim. Okay. Um, I, well, I want. This is where I was going before I it completely flew out of my head. Yeah. I I like the turtles more in this. Like the actual, like the Ninja Turtles. I thought they did a better job with their personalities because the, the first one, they don't. 
And there's there one good scene in the first one where they're in the elevator and they're like beatboxing yep. and rapping. And I went, that's the Ninja Turtles that I loved. Um, this one does a better job with it. The bummer is, like, the, the Fast and Furious movies are better Ninja Turtles movies <laughs> than this. Because the Ninja Turtles are all about family and teamwork. And then there's... Here's the thing with movies at eight year olds aimed at eight year olds, they don't have to be awful and you can have thematic elements at play. And there's this <laughs> there's this idea they keep talking about, they pay lip service to a couple times of like teamwork mm-hmm. and how they need to get to the other team, but they never like in the when the third act rolls around the final battle, like they never show it like they just randomly punch Krang for a while and then it's over. Um so that was a bummer. But I do like I did like the turtles a little better. I, I liked Will Arnett quite a bit. I I like him as Vern. Um, I still resent the fact that he's not Casey Jones with a shitty wig. <laughs> it's true. I liked the first 15 minutes. I thought it was fun. The first 15 minutes were kind of fun. Um, I liked Carmelo Anthony's cabinet, cameo. Oh, New York Knicks so superstar dumb. Carmelo Anthony because it made me laugh because he has more of an impact on the plot than Shredder. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, there were a couple Michael Bayisms. Um, schoolgirl outfit. Schoolgirl outfit was one like where you're like, gross, Michael Bay, get out of here. Bumblebee. Yeah, yeah, Bumblebee. I've seen Bumblebee. Bumblebee is a guy that uh, roams the streets in New Orleans. Oh, and like I saw him while I was down there, and I went, oh my god, like that guy's amazing. <laughs> um, Bumblebee was in there. Uh, w- Willie and I think they used the score from one of the Transformers. Movies. That first, tra- honestly, it's the same score as the first Transformers. It's the the. Uh, the man who wrote this is the guy who did the first Transformers. It, Steve, Steve he, Jablonski. He is, barely tried to change the score from the first Transformers movie. I, swear I disagree. To God. I, I mostly disagree on the fact that I don't remember any of this one, and I actually really liked the first Transformers score. I, I heard a lot of it. The personally. Only thing, the only thing I could be wrong. From the like, I, I just don't remember any of the Lincoln yeah. Park song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, <laughs> I. You know the one? <laughs> 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 oh, and then the last base of there is uh, um, Bebop and Rocksteady look at their penises. They like bro high five out about it. Alex, is this movie scientifically like, is it accurate? <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, are we yeah. all? Do <laughs> <laughs> you remember the part when, they, when uh, Baxter Stockman talks about the untapped, uh, the original animals that are all within all of our genetic it code? That <laughs> it was so funny. I remember turning to Tim and going, whoa. <laughs> our theater was dead silent, and Alex was just like laughing. <laughs> it's really that, funny. Doing that Alex wheeze that he does. Yeah, no. I wasn't it, mad at it, though. Like, I, who cares? It, yeah, I, I was just like, who... In a way, it's slightly better than the reason the thing is the thing in Jonathan Trank's Fantasy Wars because a shit ton of rocks are flying in his pod. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. When they're, when they're <laughs> teleporting back from the hell dimension that they're in, for some inexplicable reason, a fireball shoots into Johnny's easy human torch and a, a seriously like a hilarious stream of rocks is just flying. <laughs> it's like they filled a big shot back with rocks and are shooting them out and, <laughs> and, and you Bell. just have the shot of Jamie Bell going ah and just like rocks pelting him <laughs> clearly from like one direction like one precise that's funny it's hilarious that's why he's the thing spoilers that's, for that's good that's good I got one spoiler thing I want to say right. it's not even a spoiler go right ahead first of all can we start with the credits of the film like not even the credits the pre-credits when we see the production companies involved in this okay. film <laughs> yes. and we see it's hilarious 
Kingdom of China like production oh, thing. Yeah. Like, 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 did you guys notice this? We walked in right oh, as okay. Right as Platinum Dunes was on the screen. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, there was it was like I don't remember what it was, but let's just call it Kingdom of China, and it was like a weird deer, and it like popped up, and I was like, oh, this is awkward. <laughs> like now they're being really blatant about the Chinese investors. Like they're not even trying to hide this now. Well, the one I find that's really weird. Uh, sorry, please keep going. And and. What made me, what reminded me of that throughout the movie was the fact that for some strange reason, um, what's her name? Um, Karai? No, 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 hold on. Uh, uh, the police chief, help me Laura out. Laura Linney. Laura Linney, who has no reason to be in this movie. Like, no. you're, you're better, Laura, Laura Linney. <laughs> you're wonderful, so cut it out. Absolutely. Um, her partner or secretary or the woman who just follows her around in every scene, who's standing next to her at all times, is clearly a Chinese pop star. That was forced into this film. Oh, really? It, it was hilarious. Like, I kept... I, and maybe I'm a dick, but I kept expecting, like, there to be, like... Like, the movie, the, the Turtles' origins are are based in, in uh, technically Japanese, I guess, culture, you know? But they're they're based in Asian culture. Yeah. So I expected her, like, okay, she's going to be, like... Like, she's going to be, like, somebody we don't, we don't know. Maybe she's, like, a, like an agent or something that's, mm-hmm. like, hiding. But it's like, no, she's just there because she's the Japanese... The Chinese investor's like, no, she needs to be here. And we're gonna fund this. I wonder, put, I wonder what her scenes are like in the China. In cut. China, this it, movie's probably two and a half hours long. All of Laura Lenny's scenes are probably her, like she gets all Laura Lenny's dialogue. I think in the in the Chinese cut. That's possible. Yep. So I it was so distracting. Was I was Ali laughing Baba, the whole time. Alibaba Productions. Alibaba Productions too. I did not. I did not. No, I didn't notice anything like blatant there, other than the the title card. I expect these kind of things when I go to a Michael Bay well, the, movie. Though. You know it was just funny. Though. You know it was really funny. strange. <laughs> is I saw that we saw the trailer for the Free State of Jones, which is the mm-hmm. Matthew McConaughey Civil War film, I think, yeah. and it's being produced by H Brothers, which are like a Beijing. Like, there are Chinese backers for this Civil War film. Please tell me there's a Chinese Civil War fighter in the movie. I don't know. Oh, God, please. I don't like, know. Just following Matthew McConaughey around in the background. I have no idea. Uh, I, I, I we kind of so. have to see the movie now just to find out. I but. hope so. The only thing for spoilers I want to say that I actually kind of liked, I liked the plot that the Technodrome was shooting through the portal, like one Lego piece at a time and assembling. I actually kind of thought that was cool. It was neat. I'm not even joking. Oh, like, yeah. That, that, that watching it cruise by overhead and like knocking out buildings and slowly building, I was like, you know what? I kind of dig this over the typical like mothership is coming and we press the button and the missile's launching in like 30 minutes. Like I, th- I thought this is a cool way to see something kind of being put together and I, I liked that the shuttles kind of rode it up there. I actually did kind of dig that. Visually it was cooler than the usual and they were able to surf which is fun because I did also yeah. Thing. I did also like the scene when Laura Linney with her army of cops is waiting for them to come out of the manhole and they basically like have this moment of like you know, we're here to help. I kind of, I kind of, cool. I actually did like that scene because I've, I've always liked watching the turtles interact with people for the first time. Like in the originals, when April first sees them, when Casey Jones first sees them, when the foot first see them, I've always like really enjoyed those moments. This another improvement over this movie was that the the, the actors were able to hit their eye lines. <laughs> yeah, which is I is think a problem in the first one. I. Yeah. I called out on the podcast about how there's very clearly a shot of Megan Fox looking at Splinter that she completely missed the mark. Yep. Even though Danny Woodburn was there. So it's kind of like, what in the hell were you doing? But one other geek out moment real quick, Mm -hmm. because we both audibly were like, ooh, in the theater was just the seeing the eye of the Technodrome doing stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I lost my mind. 
Texas drip was kind of cool. Yeah, I wish we could have a full shot of it though from a distance because we don't yeah. ever see it. But it doesn't fully yeah. build ever. Pretty much. right, but that was kind of yeah. neat. <laughs> I do kind of also like that they kept the weird giant man baby body for Crane. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was kind of funny. I, I do want to say too, I've been crapping all over this movie, but I liked it better than the first one. Oh no, oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. I totally agree. <laughs> I had more fun with this yep. one than I did with the way first. more fun. Tyler Perry's laugh. <laughs> When he says <laughs> TED Talks versus Comic Con was so good, I can't, I'm not even going to try to impersonate it because it was the funniest. It was so good. And Tyler Perry, man, what an interesting career this man. I has. know, like I want to. I haven't seen any Tyler Perry movies, and I've got a feeling like I think I would enjoy a lot of them. I want to see them. I want to catch up. <laughs> cool. Let us know, Tim. There was, Fight the franchise, <laughs> Medea. Oh, Tyler oh Perry. my god, he's got a Halloween movie. He's got a horror movie. I know. Out. I know. Medea's is Halloween. There was one joke in this that I thought really reminded me of like something that would be in the old Turtles, and it doesn't even involve the Turtles, but it was Will Arnett trying to pull the security camera cord and going all the way <laughs> yeah. around the room to come back. Like I, I saw where it was going oh, in like a that. second, yeah. and I was like, I was like, all right, this this is kind of dumb, but it'll still be funny, and it made me chuckle. And I was like, you know what? That feels very Turtles. Like I actually really enjoyed that. Um, I did enjoy the scene towards the beginning when Shredder's being broken out. The team of ninjas ride up on a motorcycle, and somebody looks in their rearview mirror, and they see one rider, and then they split out into the V formation. That was a really that cool, was cool. Like co- that must have been a stunt. If ninjas rode Is motorcycles, that, that's how they would do that's it. That's yeah. the only good thing about that scene, because I remember thinking, anytime there was like a remotely wide shot, I was like, it's so clear that the freeway's closed, and these cars are going 20 miles an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, what kind of chase is this? It was, well, it was a huge police it was truck and a garbage truck, so maybe they can only go 20 miles an hour. <laughs> it was awful. But anyway. One last thing. I, yeah. we, uh, I, I have to talk about the Dean Winter scene yep. in this. Cause, oh, so Dean Winters is a bartender. He knows where... Uh, <laughs> He knows where <laughs> Dean Winter, star of one of the Hellraiser movies, and 30 Rock. And, and Rescue Me. And Rescue Me. And... Um, Geico uh, Mayhem commercials. Nine, nine, nine. Mayhem. That's probably what he's The canceled for. Battle Creek. Yeah. Dean Winters is amazing, basically. He is. He's really good. But he's a bartender, and he knows where Bebop and Rocksteady are. So to get information, Casey Joan breaks into his bar and just starts chucking things at him. <laughs> like and any, I love any it because his reaction, his reaction, Dean Winter's reaction, is exactly the reaction you'd expect from a character who's being physically tortured, like waterboarded. <laughs> but all, all, all that Stephen Amell is doing is just like, he like knocks over a shot glass. He's like, tell me, bro. And he's like, oh, please stop. Oh, no. Oh. Like you're like, dude, he's you're, he just pushed over a glass. Like it's cool. Like I'm pretty sure D. Winters could beat up Stephen Amell. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's the best scene of the movie. It's really <laughs> Willie, I know you've seen most of, you've seen all of The Office, probably. Have you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the episode where they finally show Michael's movie? Yes. Mm-hmm. You remember how Andy oh, is, yeah. is playing the bartender in that? That's basically the way <laughs> Dean Winters plays this bartender. It's, it's the most over-the-top portrayal of like a New York like borough bartender, just like. With a toothpick in his mouth and with yeah. a fucking like white rag, just wiping it's down the bar. Perfect. It's so funny that I'm sure Why when they, he... I'm sure when they rapped when earlier when they called cut, he just started laughing and he was like, <laughs> "God, this is fun." Why, why, why does he have a GPS to track? The oh, it's phone? so and it's, Bob and Rock <laughs> and, it's yeah. in, and it's in his pocket. <laughs> it's so good. Oh man, so... like to watch where they're going. I love it so much. I don't that, that scene was pure gold. I was like, dude, call the cops. Like, what is this guy doing? He's throwing your, he's, he's wrecking your bar. Like, he just be, like, hey, man, I'm going to actually call the police because you're destroying my property. 
<laughs> Stephen Amell is so misguided in this whole movie. Like, yeah. when did Casey Jones become such an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> he's, so, he's always been a little dumb, but at least he's like street <sighs> smart. Man, Elias Coteus' performance as Casey Jones is so I, good. I read that Elias Coteus and Sam Rockwell both turned down cameos in this movie. Good. And apparently Judith Hogue was, Judith in was there shot in a scene and like like shot like not she, shot. She died. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was filmed for a scene in the movie and they they cut it I guess. In okay. the edit, so. Kevin, Kevin Eastman was the man with the pizza box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, that's turtles. That's it. I got a piece, so we got to wrap this thing up. All right. Uh, feedback at midwestfilmnerds dot com. Let us know what you thought of turtles or our show. Uh, and we might talk about it on the show. We're at MFN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can go to MidwestFilmNerds.com for all 181 plus bonus episodes with full show notes. And uh, Amazon.MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. You can shop on Amazon. Part of the money you spend will come to us. Or you can go to the store on MidwestFilmNerds.com and buy some apparel or donate to our show. Uh, we appreciate that very much when you do it. So thank you. And uh, check out Gone to Texas, our preacher podcast g2tpodcast.com that's the letter g number two letter t podcast.com next week we're talking warcraft real quick i i I might have to urinate right now but i need to say i'm very excited guys yeah so nick nick and i are gonna sit down with john and brian from the midwest game nerds podcast to talk about some warcraft duncan jones's warcraft can't wait to hear it and uh we'll have to see how that ends up and then uh, the feature of this month uh, in terms of our podcast is a little strange. So we may not be covering things like Finding Dory and uh, and uh, Independence Day Resurgence, but we might. So stay tuned. Bear with us as we figure things out. I think I'm out of uh, the state for at least, uh, God, 10, 15 days this week or this month or something like that so we're trying to figure everything out bear with us at the very least we can tweet out pictures of naked john leguizamo to you yes guys. yeah that's that's entirely possible so that's about it kyle xy go watch a movie